0: Hello, I'm your host Giselle Gamby and this is the Intuitive Pool podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to the community of listeners because there have been breathtaking ripples that have occurred from listening to this podcast and I'm excited to be witness of many, many more. This year I'm dedicating this podcast to the theme of 2023 being a breakthrough year no matter how successful fulfilled and happy we are and the truth is that sometimes we're not we all have thresholds we've placed on ourselves on how loving and powerful we've allowed ourselves to be following the intuitive pull does not negate our vulnerabilities and our humanness oftentimes following the intuitive pull asks us to see our blind spots and to bring what has been in the shadow to light and when we do we can see that being fully human is in fact the precursor to remembering that we are infinitely greater than this little body, that we are infinitely connected beyond this time and space, not in spite of our humanity, but because of the intricate weaving of all aspects of our precious humanity. When we take responsibility and remember that you have the power to decide what you choose and we fuse that With a letting go of control and surrendering into the plans that you didn't make, there is nothing that you cannot transform. My wish is that you see that the deeper you go, the greater your wealth in all ways and that authenticity is always profitable. Have fun. Hello, beautiful intuitive pool community. This is a special episode. I'm very grateful that I can share it with you. I've been given permission by someone I've been coaching since September last year. We were on a a threesome call with uh, another beautiful woman who I've mentioned many times on this podcast, Susie DeJong, who wrote the book, The Untangling. This is Debbie Radosavlovic's story. Debbie gave me permission to share the recording of our three-way conversation that we had on Friday. Thank you, Debbie, for your generosity, for your radical generosity, because I know that your sharing is going to have an impact. I know it's going to disturb people in the best of ways. And so I'm deeply grateful for allowing me to share this with the Intuitive Pool community. So a little bit of background on who Debbie Radosavlovic is, Debbie was born in former Yugoslavia. She experienced the Balkan War in Bosnia when she was 17 years old, is actually when it started in 1992. She had big dreams and visions as you'll learn. She wanted to become a teacher, but with the Balkan War, she and her parents and siblings left home one day. They took blankets, mum locked the door, like as if they were going to go back home, but that never Came to pass. They lost everything. Over the next while, they were transported by trucks to different places. And for six months, she slept on a floor of a school, eating one meal per day. At this time, she was also separated from her brother and father, who were taken in a separate t- truck, never really knowing if they would see them again. Thankfully, they did. And they kept on being moved to different towns as the war progressed. And Debbie met her first husband three years on when she was 20 years old. She fell pregnant. And when her daughter was seven months old, her husband was killed in the war. So the next month, she left that town in the middle of the night with her seven-month-old daughter alone and traveled to another town and eventually became a refugee in Serbia. And she was in that refugee camp for three years where she shared a room with two other families. She told me stories around sharing three toilets for 150 people, five showers for 150 people. She found a job. She worked as a pizza maker from 5 p.m. till midnight. And then for three months, she decided that this wasn't going to be her life anymore and she would take the train that would leave at 2.30 in the morning with her daughter Vicky in winter and go to the embassy. Three months later, after travelling to the embassy so many times, she was called and she had a choice that she could either become a permanent resident in Canada or in Australia and she came to Australia in March 1998. She also met her second husband Zach that year and they had a son called Stefan and more recently they own a butchery called Zach's Continental Butchery in Regent Park, Brisbane. She's an RTT therapist, she's a coach, she's a speaker as you will hear, she's an incredible woman that I love dearly and am very blessed, very blessed to share life with. I know you will enjoy her story. She is one entertaining woman. She loves to have quite a few F-bombs, which makes us laugh every time. Please enjoy Debbie and let her sharing disturb you in all the best of ways. Enjoy. So
1: over to you, Debbie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Come on, Debbie, it's just us. Yeah, I know, Actually,
0: it's just us. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to remind you, by yes. the way, I think it was Penny that said this, the power isn't in the story, the power yeah. is in
1: you.
2: That, that was with me a whole week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The power is in you, the story yeah. is
2: It's in it. It's interesting when you said, "Uh, like, to share my story. Yeah. And this morning i finished it i just couldn't i had to take time to to sit with it yeah if it makes sense yes but i have a few pages that i wrote excellent because i'll tell you something when i drive out of the driveway at work and i turn into one street there are traffic lights and there's a fucking tunnel And I love that tunnel. And I now realize why I love that tunnel. I need to take photos in that tunnel.
1: Mm.
2: I don't know why I need to take a photo in that tunnel. The photo of me has to be taken in that tunnel. I I know. I always liked the tunnel, but I didn't know why. Last Friday, when we said, I said to you guys, oh, it's like what Susie did. Like, sort of, if I have to present myself somewhere, it would be like, sort of, in a joke, jokingly. I wasn't serious, but it would be like what Susie did and Jason. And one night I finished work and I'm waiting there on traffic lights, and I'm like, yeah, but of course, if I ever done anything, I need to walk out of that tunnel and then start speaking. I need to be in the tunnel to walk out to represent everything I've been through. And that's why I never, I could never connect why I like the tunnel. (laughs) It was was really like, oh, shit. I had goosebumps in the car, you know, just sitting there waiting. I was like, actually, I can see myself doing that. If I ever do anything, it's going to be in that tunnel. Because what is the tunnel, like, just be explicit here, what does the tunnel represent for you? Tunnel? Would be like a darkness, yeah. And I'm I'm going into light, and and I feel that I am in light now. <laughs> that I'm not in darkness. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna say I'm not. There are parts of me probably and and that are connected to the story. That was big. What Penny said. <laughs> story doesn't have the power. You give the story. You are the power. <laughs> That really hit me. It was big. Anyway, that Friday was really big about Mm. about everything.
1: Mm.
2: About everything. So I feel that, I feel really sense of freedom. And I'm not saying that I'm complete in that. And I said to Susie, when we had our get together, my intuition was telling me, go back to Magician's Bay the book and go back and go back i'm like fuck i I, i've listened to that book three times i read it once but this was different this time when i listened to the audio it was different Mm -hmm. i i've recognized i've recognized my shit again i've recognized how Even though I knew, I thought I knew, but I didn't, obviously. If it hit me that hard this time, so I was in my illusion. (laughs) The power of circumstances. Now when I think about things, for the past, this week, I've I've been watching my my thought pattern. Mm. It's going. It's like if I think I, I don't have time or something, I just go, oh, fuck, it's bullshit. But like I, I stopped right there. I don't feel the heaviness of circumstances. I really don't. I really don't. That's a miracle, a shift in perception. It is. And now I said to Susie, I was drawn, I was like my intuition was telling me, go back to magician's way, magician's way. I was like, why? But I needed to hear that clearly when he was explaining about focus, about his swing and i was like fuck i'm in swing circle all the time if i do this and i do and then it was just clear 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 and i felt i felt really good this week mm. really good that i am um, it was big it was big that i felt so free to i heard there's a guy that that is just buying butcher shops And he has two already. And I heard he wants a fifth one. And I said, fucking send him my way, you know, to one of the guys. (laughs) He goes to me, is it for sale? I said, it will be. I said, everything is for sale if the price is right. (laughs) He he goes, are you advertising? I said, no. I said, but if he comes here, I'll sell it to him. And he asked me, what are you going to do? I said, fuck all. And he just laughed. He thought... I was joking, you know, but I was so free about, I didn't go away. oh my god you know, I, I need that guy I, It was so relaxed and my husband goes I said, I'll throw the line, I don't know if the fish is gonna, you know <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you're not normal, you know <laughs> I said, fuck it you know, just just doing that, then another guy comes, he's a rep. Like, they go and serve every shop, like, with, with you, you know, all the things we need. They come and take the order. And I asked him, I said, do you actually know that guy? He goes, yeah, he's looking for shop. I said, do you serve him? He goes, no, but Josh does, the other guy. I said, he said, why do you want to sell? I said, I would if he's buying. I would sell it. And then the other, that guy said to me, I said, what do you think we can get for this? Fuck me. I have a fake check on my fridge. It says the amount. And he says that amount. I was like. (laughs) And that check is from butcher shop. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't have to be, but I had fun. But like I was—I felt free where before would be like, "Who is he? Get him here!" You know, strangle him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm—I'm I'm not. Like it's fun. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And I've—and I haven't felt that before. So there was a lot of, lot of heaviness is gone. It's—it's it's like energetically if it makes sense.
0: It does. And you're t- completely um, illustrating the two premises today.
2: But what you said, I wrote that this morning. Yeah. What you said yeah. about yourself. I wrote about myself. So I became an agent of loving disruption. <laughs> that's what I do. That That's who I am. Yeah. Because even yesterday I had two conversations with the young guy the one where he started taking medication and I said to him, I'm almost 50 and I don't have medication. I'm not against that. I'm not putting, you know, any shit, but you, you, you are young. Mm. Don't give your body away that easy, Mm. you know? And, and in that, how he came later and he said, I I actually, you made me think. So Mm. I disrupted him.
0: Yes, I love that. Loving loving disruption. But from love. I understand. Can you feel it, Susie? I'm feeling teary. That's what
2: I did yesterday. From love. I didn't tell him you're stupid, you're this, you're that. I just explained to him what I, I said, if you if you want to know, I can tell you what I know. If you want. <laughs> You know, it wasn't like, oh, I know this, I know that. It was really gentle, kind, kind, lovingly, kindly loving. Mm -hmm. And he came back to me and he said, oh, what do you think if I I said, I suggested him because he plays uh, rugby. Mm -hmm. I said, why don't he, I said, is there any way that you can do more of that? And he goes to me, what if I, instead of tablet at night, do exercise? So I disrupted something because I explained to him about dopamine and serotonin and you know. So he came back to me. He was lovingly disrupted. There was. Can I just say something?
0: Like you're yeah. a raider in that moment, like the fact that you collect these people, you're a raider.
2: It's I you- I had the smile when you were talking about that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even even the the man that wants to buy the five butcher shops.
2: You're a radar. You're tuned in. Mm. My husband said, oh, it's a wrong position, location. He's looking more towards the city. I said, oh, fucking shut up. (laughs) 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 Who cares? I said, this is perfect. He's got everything here. This is what he wants. All he needs to do is change the sign. And off he goes. And he was quiet why why would i think like that who wouldn't like my butcher shop if he knows anything about butcher shops you you know what i mean like why why wouldn't he because areas where he is rent is more expensive i'm thinking i didn't tell that to my husband yeah but why wouldn't you you know it's it's a, a business that's sustained goes well for 13 years it's not like we are there from yesterday you know what i mean i was like no i'm not going there shut up (laughs) i mean it doesn't have to be anything nothing has to be but maybe this freedom that i could could have fun with it was born from all this from last week yeah which I'm loving. I'm loving this space. Yeah. Yes, you've had a huge week. Mm. Huge you week. Are, you are free. Honestly, but look what I brought. Like I started this, you can you can tell by a different, different color of the pen. I started this on Wednesday. Yeah. I brought. And yep. I brought, and I couldn't, like, what, what would that look like? And I've probably for the first time saw the thickness of my life because if i don't know where to start what a life Mm. so i've wrote there are many ways that i can go about my life but one thing for sure my life was never dull and never was that's why it fucks me up (laughs) because there's so much that if you skip things Nothing makes sense. Mm. But to me, that's why. I, if if I would go there and want people to know about me, my mm. life, how I came where I am to this mm. point, mm. there's so much. Mm. There's there's so much, and that's why. That's why that thing was born in me. Oh, it's not that important. That's why I had a huge struggle with with my life. You know as a story or as, as a spoken thing it's just like too much it's just too much and i understood the bigness of my life and i understood hades um what has my life really qualified me for, uniquely qualified me for yeah. everything I've been everywhere. The only thing I wasn't was a (laughs) hookah. I mean, really. Still time. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? And I laughed when I had had that thought coming. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you put me in a bush, I'll survive. (laughs) You know, you give me nothing, I'll make something. With food or anything, like because I've been through that, I know how to get something from nothing. Mm-hmm. When you asked to 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 share my story, I was for two three days. I was like, I can't be fucked, can't go into that. But actually, if you if you want, I I wrote some things. Yes, yes, you might but- like it. I don't know, but I'll. I'll I'll try to go fast. Don't go fast because I want to digest every word. Mm. So I've wrote, there are many ways that I can go about my life, but one thing for sure, my life was never dull, never was. Born in former Yugoslavia, I had relatively normal childhood, like all of us. I was the youngest sibling, a rebellious one, free-spirited, always doing life my own way which is true. In 1992, our country was hit by a war and we lost everything, I mean everything. Our family was torn apart for some time and kept, we kept moving from place to place. Now, to shorten all that, it was like, oh, I've got to skip all that shit. And then years passed and our only job was to stay alive. I once had a big vision for my life, finished uni, become a teacher. Really, that was my wish, yeah. And move to a bigger city. Falling in love and getting married so young was never a part of my plan, but it happened. Six months into my pregnancy, my mother became ill and two weeks later, she was gone.
1: Mm.
2: I was devastated. My daughter was seven months old when my first husband was killed on duty. A month after this, his passing, we left in the middle of the night. Waiting on the side of the road to be saved, I felt I had enough of this madness. We ended up in Serbia in a refugee camp where we shared the room with two other families. Deep down, I, knew, I thought I didn't sign up for this. I had a vision of my new, better life. Taking things into my hands, three months later, we arrived to Australia. Australia was dream come true. Yet, the fear of the unknown came back, sleepless nights, anxiety about the future. Until then, I have never realized what arriving in a new country, not being able, not able to speak the language, not knowing anyone would really mean. I felt like a child trapped in an adult body, learning to talk again. I knew that my daughter felt my pain and I knew that I had to become a parent to us both. I refocused all my energy on my new vision, a new life that I dreamt of. We moved to Sydney and started afresh. From here, the future looked bright. I met a beautiful man whom I married and our son was born two years later. Life was good. That was a big like capital. Life was good because in my mind, then I felt saved. That's why I brought life was good. I'm I'm out of that. But beautiful memories were made. Years were passing, the children growing and we seemed to have it all. God, what a story, a good story, isn't it? I wrote that. (laughs) You're gorgeous. (laughs) The power is not in the story. I give the power to the story. Tremendous strength, wisdom and resilience was born out of this pain. Mm. Out of this story. I learned to look at life as a gift to find blessings in every challenge. I had a gift, a gift that was born out of pain. I embraced myself on the journey of self-discovery finding that and then I put this as an extra my unique life experience qualified me to naturally empathize with people's pain given my background for a longest time I couldn't talk about what I do I know I know that what I do helps people see that there is always a way, a solution, a path to freedom, freedom that comes from within. That's me. Then I wrote, I comfort the distressed and I distress the uncomfortable. Can you say that again? I comfort the distressed, disturbed, you yep. can you can go disturbed maybe. Yeah, sounds better. Distressed, distressed, no, disturbed. Yeah, and I disturb the uncomfortable. That's what I do. Wow. What that looks like in the world is to be a presence for people, a calm presence, a loving, caring presence. What what I had yesterday. This was written this morning. A calm presence, a loving, caring presence, that they feel safe when they are with me, that they feel comforted when they are feeling unsettled in themselves and their lives. It is also a willingness to poke a hole in things that aren't true, this is for me, but that people are trying to make true by holding on to the stories they tell themselves. This was mine. So I became an agent of loving disruption. (laughs) Loving and caring in sense that they feel comfortable enough with me, that they are willing to be disrupted in my presence and disruptive enough, disruptive enough like he was, that things finally fundamentally change or end. that's, That's it. You see, my past is, is I'm, I'm done with giving that story. I, I really am. Yeah, that story made me. You know, like Susie said, I remembered Susie's words. Like, I'm done with that shit. And that's that's really how I felt this week. Thank you, Susie. Like, I'm fucking done. Yeah, I'm here. That's what, what matters. I survived, obviously. You know, all that shit. Yeah, it made me what I am. Yeah, if I yeah, I can I can see it as my shadow, but love it. You know what I mean? Like because of that shadow that I love, I have power now to move through life. I, I love it. I love actually what happened to me. I mean, terribly. I mean, you know. I I, I I wouldn't say it in front of everyone, but I I actually fucking love that I had pain in my life. I love it because my mother used to say, God is not going to give you, present you anything that you can't handle. It wouldn't be given to you. And I think that helped me a lot through life. Or she used to say, but there's a Chinese proverb about that. I've discovered recently like you can't control all the birds flying over your head but you can control the ones that are going to nest in your in your hair how good is that like that speaks to what all this shit about stories and all this week is like what am I what am I letting to nest like what was Susie saying like I'm, I'm done with that. What am I gonna nest in my head? What, what am I gonna allow? All of us. It goes for every single one. Yeah, our moms and dads were, dads were, you know, my father was what he was, but he, he, his um, lack of ability to show love. Made me honestly a strong woman. Made me to know that I can give it to myself. Fuck you. You know, I don't need you to be loved. I I my sister actually said to me on Tuesday, she said, you never craved their love. I was the one craving love. I said, Well oh, fuck it. She said you would just you were like a duck you would just go off. You know, you didn't crave for it. You didn't plea for it. You didn't cry for it. And I didn't. I really didn't. And that, his ability of not giving love made me a better parent. Because I love my kids, not from sick feminine. I love my kids with love of support that I, I know that I'm raising a child that can sustain himself in, on his own in life. You know you know what I mean? Don't be dependent on me. I might not be here. I, I remember <clears throat> telling my daughter um, something in the kitchen and she didn't know how to cut it. And she goes, oh, I'm done with that. I said, no, you fucking come back because I might not be tomorrow here. You've got to learn this. This is basic. Because... When I lost my mother, I was twenty. I had no life about any, think about anything, you know, what to cook, how to cook, how things work, because of the war, our lives were <clears throat> really fucked up. We had no home, so <clears throat> I never had that sense of having a mother. I had to be my mother, my own mother. Um, and I knew. If I had that, who could I be? You know, that's how I, I thought. If I had love of my mother, if I had my mother as a support, I could, could have been this, this, and that, but actually, no. Because love can 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 be no. <laughs> Some, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> And I remember telling her, like, come back. I might not be tomorrow here. So, and learn that. But, like, my kids, they they can, they, they were staying home on their own. 12, Stefan was 12. He could take the washing out and put the bedding on and vacuum and everything. Oh, uh, it, it was that sort of, I'm going to equip you as a, as a person for life. Was not from... Oh, I love you, baby. Don't do that. My love was different. My love was bigger. And that's why I, I, especially in Ayahuasca, I swear, that helped me a lot with my father. I I saw that what I was holding on, like that things didn't go how I, I, I always thought that, If I had his love, I would have been this or my my mother in my life. That's all bullshit. I I actually I'm I'm not gonna say I'm I'm grateful, but thank God for believing that I can handle it. (laughs) You know that you gave me the strength for this. I don't need a fucking past anymore. It's there, it happened, I am here, I'm not going there, stuff it. You are mesmerising. Oh, my I'm God. Oh my on God.
1: every word.
2: <laughs> like with my son, I don't know if I told you, Susie, the other week, he came to work and he hugged me and he... He goes, I'm so grateful you are my mother. And I said, oh, I'm so grateful you chose me to be your mother. Because he knows about this. You know, all all those things. And he said that he was listening something about sick feminine and sick masculine. How parents fuck up kids. And he said, oh my God, I cried, mom. I'm so grateful you are my mom. Because... He moved, up, he moved out. Women from our culture, moms, they will call their kids. That for them means a good parent. I'm, I'm, I'm not a good parent. I don't call my kids. I just love them and I believe that they are fine. And I give them freedom to live their fucking life. They didn't come for me. They They came for their life through me. And I know that. And I live by that and my son realized that and the hugs and and how grateful he is for that for that realization i didn't have to tell him that's the best that's his insight it's priceless but that because my father didn't give me that look what what came out me as a parent fucking brilliant <laughs> serious i wouldn't have done it without lack of that <sighs> so past serves us if we like in your med- meditation give me your past mm. that that's what it is give, that 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 was brilliant yeah give me your past i forgot
0: <laughs> your past so that i can change your mind about it
2: yes exactly Exactly, exactly. And I think that meditation was also, like I was moved by that meditation in, in all this shit that I had to write. Yes. I didn't have to write. I can talk about it. But it goes everywhere, you know. But, yeah, like past is, is is. is we, we should... Be grateful for our past. It's brilliant. I know the pain. I know we all had pain. We all had struggles. But but freedom is born out of that. Freedom. I see so much
1: freedom in you
2: now.
1: It's just radiating out of the Mm. screen.
2: I really feel it. I really feel. I really fucking feel free from everything. I really feel freedom. That's why I said, What do you want me to talk about? So much. You know, like in life, like when I look at my life now, like it, it sounds bad, but it served the purpose for who I am today. And if we all start looking like that, there's no pain in it. There's only appreciation. I know, I know, I know. Pain is pain, but mine is bigger. Well, pain is there to give us the gifts, like I wrote. Out the gift. I, we all have it. And it's always born from the pain, out of the pain.
0: There's a few things I want to say. First of all, that premise that we spoke to last week when we were all together, Susie, everything was perfect as it was. That is so here. So everything yeah. is everything was perfect as it was. And I'm here
2: now, and that's what matters. Zach and I we were doing gardening, and he said he can't do something. It can't be done. I said, Fuck that. It can be done. You know. You know. And I said, you do it like this. And I'm like, showing him how to and he looks at me and he got the sheets. He goes to me, why is it every why is everything with you, why does everything with you has to be competition? I've never seen it. I never see saw myself like that. And I went and sat outside. We stopped working. He went inside, had a shower, stopped working, and I was outside. And I'm like, What have I done? What happened? Like, is it really true? Like, but then I went back. That's why I said. Back then I was reading Wayne Dyer, say. And I I knew a little bit, but I knew there was like, I I had no YouTube. I had nothing. I had no, you know, just that book, a few books. And I was like, I need to sit with this. And I saw clearly where it came from. And I was not aware of that. It was my, my need to be seen as a child and my need, like I was a student. I was the best in the class. I would get A for the rest of the year from math in maths at the start of the year. My son is on me. <laughs> he studied physics and maths. But like I could just I just see numbers in my head, you know. But when I would come home and tell that to my parents, mom would be happy, my, my father would be watching news like that, like I fucking came with nothing because it wasn't my brother. And probably from that, I always needed, like, I can do it. It was in my mind, I was driven by, I can do it. Unconsciously, probably, trying to prove something, wanting to be seen. And I saw that when I was 32 I never thought of that before. And then when he pointed that at me, I was like, fuck me. This can ruin my relationship if it's really true. But lucky I was willing to look. So everything that's, that someone tells us or anything, it's, we, we, just, we should be grateful. We, we can never see ourselves the way others do. We just can't. You just can't. So, Debbie,
0: there's something very, very obvious here. We know that your story doesn't matter, right? What matters now, like it was perfect as it was. And what matters now is that you're here. And yet, your story creates a huge amount of connection and it calls, it disrupts people, disrupts people in their own stories, right? Your story creates disruption in order to create freedom. Yeah. It and you have, I know Susie's going to agree with me here. You have such a presence in your communication. Like the way the way that you express these, even with all the fucks and all the rest of it is so fucking powerful <gasps> that you need to be speaking. You need to be putting yourself in situations where you're in front of people and you're sharing your story so that you disrupt theirs so that they go to a place of freedom. This is all the stuff that, you know, warren gets so fired up about susie isn't it Like we have to end we have to end the story Mm
1: -hmm. no time time. there's
0: no time and how do you end it you see the perfection in it that's what you've done every every moment you've pulled out the perfection of it so therefore there's no regret there's no resistance there's no judgment and you don't need to live there either anymore you're free because you've seen the perfection absolutely right you need to be put yourself in situations where you're speaking to people that's your next move. But I always felt that.
2: You did. There you go. I did. I swear, watch this shit. <laughs> there you go. I have a microphone that I bought in 2018. <laughs> 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 I've got mine upstairs. <laughs> and I I had a vision that I need to be speaking. I, I need to. Mm. That's why I said to you before, I'm doing that, but on the small scale, with people that come to me. Mm. I mean, it's just that's why it's a breakthrough year, isn't it? It is. Yesterday, also, I saw that lady. Remember when I said to her, oh, "I feel yeah. like I've been tested," and I'm running away from her. <laughs> I don't want yeah. to be tested. <laughs> And she left the note, like, just to remind me, she gave it to the boys that uh, her retreat is in May. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, you know, like, because she's all about follow follow the, follow the system. There, there's a system. I'm not a system girl. I'm just fucking me. You no, know I, I talk my experience. You can go and offer to speak to them.
0: You can be a, a, a guest speaker, not a participant, a speaker.
2: That's That's I didn't, it didn't feel right at all. At all. That's why I said to her, I, I feel tested. And I love that I'm being tested. You know how, and and please, if it wasn't for you and Susie, it wouldn't be like that. Please take it in. Both of you. I, I feel like when I said in December, I've landed home, I am so fucking home. I am so home. Especially last call when we had, when, when Penny said about the power of the story and when I watched the replay of myself, I feel, I've, I look even a little bit like, I think when I have something, I always want to run away from it. Like, and I sat there in my uncomfortableness, <laughs> speaking about how I never go first. And I never never think that I, I have value in that, that there is a value. They're more important. We're all important. We are all important. But I never put myself in we are. It was me on the side and I tell you what's come to me just
1: you know especially here you speak today when you read out your story but the revelations that have come to you is just like you just you cut through it that's why I said to Giselle when I first talked about you is you're the most refreshing person I've ever met because you're so honest and it's like it's not honesty to hurt someone. You you say what's true, but you compress time. And I just like what you said today. If if someone heard that in a you know as a, as a speaker, you're standing there, you can compress that time for that person where they have that breakthrough like that. Yeah, you don't need to go through whatever names programs with. not yeah. need it. They just need. For
2: it to land and really and and take it, and that's such a gift. But that only happens. That's why I, if someone remember Susie when we finished RTT certification, they said, "Oh, show up and all that." I can't fucking show up and pick the topic. I picked, not you. I picked it, not you. And who am I to say who am I going to serve? Uh, find your niche I'm I'm more than than that I'm 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 everything. you know we are all everything. how can you box me? you you knew my biggest problem with with all that yeah how can you make me something just that I'm not just that like we took our we like we got knowledge from it we, so we do like, a lot a lot of understanding a lot of understanding of, of everything I um I, oh no, say it how it is Debbie <laughs> yeah but I am um, I'm grateful for what came after that what was born out of that yeah well we you know you wouldn't have met me yeah, everything serves a purpose, right? Exactly. Purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly I, what I was saying before. Look at it, and and like that's why I wrote. I learned to find the blessings. Yeah. I learned to find the blessings. So this this is this is true. <laughs> what I've wrote, everything, every sentence. I just love you so much. Yeah. I can't even put it into words. And I'm
0: so grateful to you, Susie. Thank <laughs> you not oh. <laughs> you i wouldn't know debbie yeah Oh what a morning oh my god i'm so grateful same
2: oh. always always for everything honestly especially this crowd that i'm in <laughs>
0: I even feel like i'm more free listening to you
2: how do you feel susie do you feel even more free yeah this said it's just like debbie can just compress time and just friend of mine said to me once she said she she's and i and i love her for that and i love that i can love that i love that i know now that i come from love this was the biggest 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 thing like, I just come from love. No fucking judgment. I don't care. I really don't give a shit anymore. I just love you the way you are. I don't care. You know, who am I to, to judge other souls' journey? Who am I? If God gave you that path, let's fucking have fun it. <laughs> you know, she said something about something, and I said, I said something, but I, I simplified it. And she goes, you see, even if I can say it, I can understand, but I can't understand that lady. Like and that gave me a little bit of like, ooh, it's true. I now know how to narrow down. I get to the point. Nothing is really hard. We make it hard because we we, we are dragging that bag of past with us. If we start looking at differently and loving fucking pain, loving our pain, fuck it, life is what, what stops us. We can be free. But I want, I want to say,
0: right, because I, I do, I feel even more free to move, being in your presence. Like I've got the fuck it, why not, right? Fuck yeah. it, why not? <laughs> so I just want to make this explicit for the guys that are going to watch the recording. Is there a freedom is there is there freedom in you susie is there freedom in the people that are gonna watch the recording to like to say fuck it i'm just gonna move with this whatever whatever that thing is whatever that thing is absolutely
2: yeah and then this morning i thought like fucking vix took my money for the website i'm like what website do i actually have a website <laughs> i forgot about it. and it just doesn't resonate anything and, and I thought before like I want to that's not me before again you know like I'm 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 a different person I represent different value my values have changed yeah. and I might even use this for
0: my website I was gonna say every you've got everything here everything is here for your website I already saw it yeah everything was perfect as it was I'm here that's what matters we should be grateful for our past freedom is born out of that for the first time I saw the bigness of my life I comfort the distressed or the disturbed and I disturb the uncomfortable that's that's your website that's That's your website and your story is relevant that's what I said I know that I know that it's in the past but it does connect people and it calls them in right it calls them in so your story is actually relevant it's actually really relevant.
1: Mm.
0: The story is so big. It's not vanilla. It's not, you know, like everybody else's story. It's not. It's not. It will call them in. And also your presence can't help but call people in.
1: And it gives them hope. You give people hope. Yeah. You yeah. can't, you can't buy that.
0: So Debbie, I just said that, you know, you've given me freedom, you've given Susie freedom. I know the people that are going to watch, there's going to be a freedom to say, fuck it, I'm just going to move with whatever, whatever it is. What about you? Like, having communicated all that out, seeing the value of it, are you, have you got to fuck it? I'm just going to move? Going on for you? For, for
2: me. Yeah, because this wants to move now. Like, there's no. Yeah. Like of- I said, yeah. like, you know, I said to my husband the other day, Universe, I'm ready. Surprise yeah. me. I'm fucking open, <laughs> you know? Like whatever, whatever comes, not whatever comes, whatever is I I pull in, I'm going to follow through. Yeah, It's just like you telling your story at the start. And I'm listening and I'm putting the pieces what happened to me and I'm smiling and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, you know. And it's big. Like you said, this one is going to be big. This today is going to be big and it is big. Not only for us, yeah. honestly, yeah. for people who are going
0: to hear this. I know, I know. So that's why I said I'm going to make it explicit that people can connect with you to have you come and speak to their. Like I'm thinking of Olivia, for example. Olivia is a beautiful woman who was in this group before. Yeah. Who is um, director of recruitment or talent acquisition or whatever in a in a company in a uh, IT company? Who knows. She might she might say come and speak to her people. Come and talk to her people.
2: Mm. Who knows? You see, what I've noticed about myself and I and I actually laughed the other day was when I'm in the zone, when I, I when I speak my truth, I don't give a shit about my English. But when yeah. I hear it, <laughs> I was like, oh fucking hell that?" It
0: makes out oh, of the chart. Uh, is that, oh, well said. Did you hear
1: that? Say it again, Susie. It's part of your charm.
2: It is. Which I couldn't You're all unique. before.
1: Until beautiful.
2: the other day. Oh, gosh. What a call. How beautiful that we were sent to each other. I See didn't happen. know how you found me, but
1: I, someone, was, someone was looking after us all. Mm.
0: Soul contracted. That's it, isn't it? That's it. That's what we do. We mm. We recognise each other. And sometimes we don't recognize. Sometimes it's not it's not a, a soul contract. Oh
2: perfect. It is. How are
0: you feeling, Debbie?
2: Well, I'm I'm feeling pumped. I'm on fire. I I loved I love my realizations. I love my radar.
0: <laughs> yes, your radar is on. You yeah. are
2: You know what I love doing? I and I can actually call it meditation. And I'm and I'm loving it. I call it my, let's have my own presence time. <laughs> That's how I call it at work. Like yesterday I was making chicken schnitzels, put my ephones and I put some classical music, mm-hmm. just, just n- no words. Yeah. And I'm just observing. I'm going out, come back. Come, where am I? Like my thoughts go and I bring them back to me. And I love it. I mean, and I've, and I feel, I don't know I feel energized I work, I stand 13, 14 hours sometimes on my feet, I come home and I come with a smile is that normal? it's not normal (laughs) normal. most of the people, my husband goes he goes, oh fuck you too much sometimes and I can talk then I feel like I've got things to share, you know, and I know for him he can't handle it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i go outside i'll write something or i'll go and open the book and whatever just a little bit i mean in that time that i have when i come from work till i feel sleepy it's not much but i love it i'm starting to love it instead of oh i don't have enough time i love my time now i'm loving it i went with um to susie's daughter's place I came home had a shower went there, came home did a little bit of got myself prepped for work in the morning and i even read the book i was like how is this possible you know because i'm not thinking that i don't have time yeah. i'm not in that i don't have it i i have it now there you go it's just different diff- uh, my perception yeah. changed yeah Every- When that changes, everything fucking changes.
0: Yep, that's right.
2: And it's good. It's freeing. It's it's really freeing. Yeah. I really wish Penny was here today. Yeah. Yeah. I wish Penny was here. And, yeah, that was my week. It was big. Big. Big from being asked to present my story. I went everywhere. And, and I loved it. I, I really, really felt love for everything that happened to me. I mean, it's terrible to say that to love that you lost people you loved. It's, I mean, it could be worse. But to say that and really feel it, where life took me that I loved it, I really do, and I'm grateful. Yeah, if I wasn't asked to do that, I, I wouldn't go there
0: that deep. I wouldn't. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say on this recording, if anybody feels pulled, even if they, you know, go, oh, my God, if they feel pulled to do what Debbie did, to, to share your story, to to do it and take the opportunity and share it with us, on these group calls. That goes for you too, Susie, if you feel pulled. Whoever feels but You don't, don't have to do it, right, but if you feel pulled is what
2: I'm saying. Do it because look what's happened here. You know what else I came to realise? And I spoke to Susie about that a little bit, that loving ourselves is the hardest job. We can't love it unless we love everything. We really can't. We, we can't love it if we don't go in in past and love that as well and we can't we can't love ourselves fully if we are not loving everything we can't i i I felt it this week because of the meditation which one was it not this one but the week before i think Mm -hmm. or what happened on your retreat
0: don't be afraid of your intuitive powers the week before
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i i I love the way you said it at the start about that space, and I and I think all this comes from that space. Hundred percent, and I feel myself when I'm there. I really do. I everything becomes clear. Everything becomes clear when I'm in that space.
0: I mean, these whole group calls are the space in between, right? Yeah, these whole group calls are like a meditation. Because it, it's a it's a, a container of presence.
2: Mm, it is when we get disrupted and things finally <laughs> it change.
0: Thank you, Debbie.
2: Thank you, guys.
0: Wow, I didn't expect it to be as remarkable. I like-
2: didn't expect to know. go this way. Honestly, I just thought I'm gonna I'll read this, but when wow. you started with yours, it was just building in me. Because while I was writing, I, I saw all that in my life. Like that's why, I, and I mean, it's so simple. I started looking at everything, life as a gift. We heard that so many times. We heard it, people use it, but I felt it But when I was writing it. I really did. In my process of writing this, I felt it because my pain is a blessing. Was a ble- is a blessing and the strength I gained and resilience to carry on with all that it's fucking it's it's God's gift nothing else and we all have it that's why I was like oh, this what I brought. I can I can put it on my website that represents me
0: Thank you again, Debbie, for sharing you with us on this podcast. I loved listening to that call again as I edited this episode. Thank you. I feel even freer again. And so for the listeners, I would like for you to pause at the end of this episode. Debbie is an agent of loving disruption she lovingly disrupts she has us see that everything was perfect as it was even being a refugee even losing her husband when her daughter was seven months old living as a refugee for so many years even in that story she shows us that everything was perfect as it was and that she's here right now and that's what matters She encourages us. She encourages us to end our stories of pain and suffering and open to a way of seeing our life such that we are grateful for our past and freedom and purpose is born out of that. So as I said, I invite you to pause and reflect on this really enjoyable and profound episode with Debbie and Susie thank you hey guys if you love this podcast I have two requests number one sign up to the newsletter which you can find in the show notes sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that I can share through the medium of podcasting and I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you so sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love and let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact.